You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello. It's Brooke DeVard. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I am sitting here with Grace Fukumi. You are a stylist, a photographer, like creative. How do you define yourself? I just like to make beautiful things happen. But I guess technically, yeah, I would describe myself as a photographer and a stylist and a content director, um, an art director as well. Nice. Which I define as two different things, but they can definitely intersect in a lot of projects, depending on what it is. Yes, because being the art director means you have to think of the overall strategy, who's the audience for this, what do you want people to to feel when you see this image, all of that stuff. Without a doubt. And also find the right people to fulfill those different pieces as well. Yeah. While content is just like the flow and stream of things. Sometimes I do, like, it gets confusing because people are like, oh, you're publicist. I'm like, no, I just work with a lot of different content partners. I understand You know a lot of people. I feel like I hit you up all the time and I'm like, I need a photographer. And you're like, I've got someone. I need a videographer. You're like, I've got someone. I love that. I love that, like, that that's become my personality because I wasn't, that wasn't my personality when I was young. I was never the, like, kid. I was just, like, talking to everyone and in everyone's face. I was so shy and I forced myself to do that. Really? So when people, yes. You don't seem like you would be shy. You've got this, like, big hair. Like, you're always wearing something amazing. I shock myself sometimes with, like, how extravagant I can be because… When I was younger, I would like every year I'd force myself to say like one more word in school. And like in presentations, I would like cry and run out the room because I was so shy. Really? Yeah. So in my adult life, when people are like, oh, you know, you know this, you know everyone, blah, blah, blah. Like, who don't you know? It kind of shocks me. I'm like, really? You think that? (laughs) This is awesome. So how long have you been doing what you're doing now? I I would say like the last five years have been like solid, concentrated on… Doing it, I I think I was just focused on photography only Mm -hmm. when I first moved to LA, which is kind of where I started my career. Uh, Well, part of where I started my career, I was just doing that. And then I just loved doing everything else and learning from people. Mm. So I would shadow photographers and they would need help with styling. So I would do that. So it kind of just like kept building gradually. And then it's, I got my first job, like my first, uh, I guess, stream of content job at High Snobiety. And I started working Uh, with them. High Snobiety is so cool. Yeah, it's a cool little mag. And I ended up, um, I was, uh, commissioned for one job to work with them like for Afropunk about a couple of years ago and I ended I've up, never been to Afropunk is that really sad it's n- okay I love Afropunk but I also <laughs> don't like chaos and I, I am a yeah. little bit claustrophobic yeah okay same same <laughs> like, I do go to a lot of festivals but it's mostly for work and I like have to focus on just like getting, getting it done. the shots you need to get but yeah. do I want to be like just around a million people the entire time. Not really. Yeah. But is the music amazing? The fashion amazing? The style amazing? People amazing? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I want to go like, to the one in Paris. Oh. Just like once. Just to, to see it. Have to. Just I do to too. It. And it's one in South Africa I'm hoping to go to this year. But we'll see. I don't know if it's even happening this year. Um, but yeah, so I started working with them. And then that kind of translated into me being here for like in, in New York for four months. And then working with like Hypebeast and other platforms that are okay. similar to them. And that was kind of when I started to understand the, the just the landscape of content direction and what that meant for mostly fashion brands. I was able to translate that for like Nike and Visco and nice. Finish Line and Ooh. also for musicians. And so. those are brands that have money and budget. Like yeah. <laughs> those, are the best, those are the best clients to have. Because like the editorial sometimes. publishing stuff is cool, but like… yeah. You need a major brand to give 
give the good budget. It is, but the major brands also don't try to pay. Yeah. You know, yeah. unless it's branded content. Branded content, they absolutely have to because it involves like the influencer. If it involves so many different pieces, yeah. going to editorial, they're always like, how about we just invite you to this thing and we send you like 20 pairs of shoes and then like. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> I know the hustle. So we got into your career like really fast and I just want to go back a bit. Where are you from? I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. Okay. Um, I'm dying to go there. I just saw all the Fashion Week you pictures. Have to go. My friend Sarah just did her show there. What's I just her, what's her line? Sarah Gioff and her line's okay. called Tangoro. It's cool. sick. It's cool. really good. Lagos Fashion Week is the most inspirational. Like it's yeah. one of the most inspirational fashion weeks. I got a chance to Actually, I started my career in um, South Africa. Okay. So LA was like the real like, okay, I'm working, I'm yeah. moving around. But South Africa was the first place I ever got an opportunity to do editorial work, which is what I did for like a year straight. Okay, but you're and- young. Yeah, I guess so, like relatively. I mean, but I like, feel like also working in this industry, like what does young even mean? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I was on set yesterday with my friends and most of them were like 20, 21, 22. Really? 23. No, they're babies. Yeah, and I'm just like, and there's, we were doing a shoot for Bali. I'm like, wow, this old European brand just trusts all these kids, <laughs> including myself, to like put on this video shoot yeah. for them. And that's beautiful, but I'm like. But they're trying to get some of some of that young, yeah, young swagger. It's, it's part of it. It's part of it, and it's like I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know what you like. And obviously, we know youthfulness is and yeah. youth means. But yeah. what is age nowadays? Like when everything's so young, True. or and things. I don't know. It's I always have, I always think about that. Age is very arbitrary, and yeah, I feel like some people is. are totally ageless. Yeah, and, without a doubt. Yeah. without a doubt, and. Even, I think in the last week, I've met a couple of 40-year-old women that I'm, like, astonished, one, that they're 40 years old. Yeah. Are they black women? Because I feel like... Yeah, they have have been black women. So there's that. But it's even, like, to the point where I'm just like, I understand that black doesn't crack, but, like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You actually look younger than me. Yeah, it's crazy. You look like you're 20 years old. I know, know? it's crazy. You have this youthfulness and this about you. It's beautiful. Yeah. And... And they also do really cool jobs, you know, yeah. they're like really hip. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, that's why, I don't know. What that's why young people anymore. need to like rest and like take their vitamins and like work hard <laughs> so that when you doubt. are 40, yeah. you can have that young, youthful still, spirit and still. a great career. Yeah. Because I feel like right. you can get burned out really quick. Yeah. And there are a lot of people, young people are like claiming that they're burnt out or saying that they are definitely burnt out. And that's like the like the most popular notion. And it shouldn't be like that. Totally. You know, like why? Why totally. are you twenty three years old and yeah. burnt out? Like, yeah. What do you mean? You only had twenty three years on this earth. I know. Okay, so you grew up in Lagos. Yeah. Did you go to like one of these all girls schools where everyone wore the same uniform? And did you have that whole experience? I did. I did go to a private school. We did have uniforms. Okay. And very strict teachers. Did you have and to change your hair? This is something that I just learned from my other guests. Yeah, you have to like change your hair all the time. Very strict rules. Well, not change it, but there are very strict rules on how you can wear your hair. Right. Um, and I also grew up in the church, so even more strict rules. Oh, wow. Like okay. How to look, like how to be. I was only allowed to wear skirts. I literally like started sneaking around wearing pants when I was like <laughs> in the U.S., 16. <laughs> would straight up sneak out of my house to go wear no wear pants before I went to school because I was so embarrassed so are your parents strict and religious very but super loving though it's not they aren't um, you know lacking understanding or perception of what the world is like I just sometimes wish I knew my dad like I'm my dad's a you know preacher and he's great like super profound but he used to be, I know he used to be the little like um little party monster. Really? Yeah, because I would hear I still hear stories <laughs> from friends and his sister. And I'm like, wow. They used to call him like the Michael Jackson of his little town because he would like be the you know the one dancing at all the parties. And oh so God. I always wonder what that person was. And if I have that person in me as much as I've had like the person who I know as my dad in me too. Like there's always those like questions. But do they worry about you being all the way in LA around oh, rappers absolutely. and but movie stars? But funny enough, that's why I don't go by my last name. <laughs> okay, you've got like your alter ego. So, so your parents aren't following you on Instagram? Oh, they might be. I, I, every once in a while, my dad will ask, like, like, what is the point of this? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I and you're like, how much time do you have? It's yeah. too long to explain. And you. I did. Um, my mom did call me after I worked with the Migos, and she had a lot of questions about that. 
because she didn't understand. She was like, who are these boys? Yeah. She's like, what is this doing with you? You know, what does this do with you? How how does it relate to you? What does this mean for your life? Like the grand scheme of things. And like, mom, like it's just a job. They're just three guys from Atlanta. (laughs) You know? So interesting because you photograph men and you photograph women. And I think you approach both genders with a like very nice sensitivity. And sometimes me looking at your photographs as an outsider, I feel like you photograph men as if they're women. And that's really nice. Like there's like this intimacy. Always very like sensitive. Yes. Yes. And like you say that I've never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Cause like I'll go through your pictures and like, you'll be taking like groups of people, but you photograph yeah. the men the same way you photograph the women. And you can see the female gaze on yeah. the men. And that's why I like the way that you shoot men. Cause usually like, I feel like they try to like make guys like super tough like and like, no. yeah, like not good. It's so fu- it's so weird you say that. And so funny because even the way, even in my shoots, I do recall now instances where I've made them like really do things that mm. they, I don't know if they would ever do if they're around other men or, yeah. um, if it, like that, it, just even even anyone knew that they were doing, they wouldn't probably do it. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just one part of my brain just trying to get a shot that's never been gotten before, or me just trying to get them to feel something that they've never. I don't know what it is, but yeah. that's interesting that you mentioned that because I do recall several instances now, and I'm like, wow, I actually made offset like lay on the floor. <laughs> And have someone throw oh, money at him. Oh my and god! See how to, that felt, you know, like to I mean, be a fly on the wall. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you've shot with some amazing people. I love the Alicia Keys like book cover that you just did. That's insane. Thank you. That so was beautiful. Great. That was I mean, lovely. you've done like amazing, amazing work. Thank you. I appreciate that, Brooke. But I want, I want to get, I want to get into like your formative years. Like, yeah. did you have an awkward period? Like, did you have a my period? Whole life is awkward. Really? I don't believe that. <laughs> Uh, I can maybe yes. buy that you were shy, but yeah. like. I just didn't know what to say. I never knew what to say. That was, my, I think, my biggest issue. And also being, you know, like my parents were loving, but it's also very restrictive household. And mm. we were talked to very strictly, very often. Mm. So there wasn't very, there wasn't much room to be open-minded and vocal. And so even... There are some times where I just even get sick of talking because I just am not used to being not able to, to just express myself the way I want to. And I, I kind of go back to those moments and I just get kind of quiet. But I think that's the only thing that makes me really awkward is sometimes I just don't know what to say. Really? <laughs> but you're you're a Scorpio, which I feel yeah. like is associated with an intensity of emotions. <laughs> I feel like I'm tapping more into my Scorpio-ness. Like okay. I wouldn't say I relate to that at, at all, but I feel it getting way stronger. Where I sometimes have to ask people, like, am I being a Scorpio right now? Or am I like like which side of me am I yeah. should I explore? The more rigid Scorpio, like really intense side, or like the more peaceful, loving. Like yeah. God raising like child, you know. I don't. But both are part of who you are. It is. It's very much true. And um, it's so interesting how, like, as women, we come into ourselves slowly over time, and then you kind of reach a point. And I always wonder, like, am I at that point already? But yeah. like, when do you feel like, okay, this is this is the truest version of me? Yeah, I've I don't reached think I'm it. there yet. Yeah, and I don't know no. if we ever are there, you know, right? Are That's you ever true. there? Are you ever there? Because it also depends on how you view, view life. Like, I view, I'm open to different interpretations of what mm-hmm. life is and why we're here. So, and, but part of me also is really into like Buddhist texts and like, what if this is just one of our uh, iteration of our life and we're just meant to learn one thing only yep. this entire time? And the next phase is supposed to learn a different thing. And we just pick up more and more things as we evolve. Mm-hmm. And not as like a, this physical body, but our soul, like how we evolve over time. And so I'm, sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm just supposed to do one big thing here or mm-hmm. learn one major moment here and just move on to the next step. Yeah. Or Do you feel like you've been here before? I do sometimes. Yeah. And I think people always characterize me as an old soul. And I really do feel that. Like, yeah, same. Really feel that sometimes. And obviously we have different things like deja vu that remind us of different places and different times and a bunch of other words that we don't even know to describe those yeah. moments. Like. And I just, I don't know. It, I, I do feel like I've seen part of this earth before, yeah. but not in this way. Not in this form. I, yeah. I feel that way too. <laughs> Deja vu is such a complicated, it's like, so complicated. we have this word for it, but I feel like, no, it's very difficult to describe. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing something, you're like, this has happened before, but it, I haven't experienced it 
as I'm experiencing it now, but I've experienced a version of this. Yeah. That, at least that's how it is for me. Yeah, same here. And I wonder, like, why is that? Did my did I already? Is it part of our brain that just is able to see in the future that we haven't been able to tap into? Because mm. you know we only use like like ten percent of our brain, so maybe it's just part of our brain waves that can already like go into the future and understand something's going to happen, and then feeds it back to our present self. Or if I actually just felt this, live this before, and I already know what's going to happen yeah. in that moment because I've replicated in a different time, place, or different uh, like universe. Totally. It, no, it's so <laughs> insane know. to think about. It's so insane to think about. You know, not the most popular view, I guess, of the world, but not even the one I was raised on in any way, shape, or form. But that's just how I feel, you know. And I'm trying to like mentally take in you growing up in this very religious household. <laughs> I was thinking something totally different. So, okay. Yeah. Were you taught growing up shame around your body or showing your body or Completely. expressing yourself as a woman you are? 100%. When I mentioned earlier that, that when my dad would call and be like, what's going on? I was trying to be considered because of him. And I am. I love him, to, you know, to death. But he would usually call if like I posted a photo and I had like a like mm. a little bit of my belly showing or my leg was showing <laughs> and you know or like my my ankle gets you can get away yeah, with my ankle yeah. but like my knee right my and you're like showing you're like a waif like you're not in like the <laughs> best way like you have an amazing body but yeah. like you don't it's not like you have voluptuous like, exactly I'm not where it, like it would be yeah. It would be breathtaking where I, if someone right. saw me naked, it probably wouldn't be right. like, oh, all right, cool. You know, like, <laughs> it just, I don't think I have that kind of body, but I love the body that I'm in. Like, yeah. you know, like I, I appreciate it a lot more now. But your um, dad will be like, no, yeah. a little too much leg. No, yeah, a little too much. He's, he, he's chilled out a lot because I just say I love you and thank you and I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And I think he just takes that as like, well, what are you going to say to that? Like, yeah. if someone's just like, yeah. thank you, yeah. I appreciate it. I, I love you because these are real words I feel towards but I don't agree with them that mm. showing my belly and you know and like mid because I don't even it's not even like I dress that provocative no I know, wouldn't say you do at, at all. all and you have a very amazing sense of personal style and it's very eclectic you. and cool and reflective it. of your personality yeah. but I wouldn't provocative is not yeah. the top adjective that comes I think to I mind. could be a lot more provocative actually to be honest I could be a lot more but I just don't even it's just I'm just being me like yeah. that's I'm not trying to like please anyone or displease anyone. Yeah. And uh, I try to get them to understand that. But I, I also understand that if you're in a bubble for like a good part of your adult life for 20, 30 years, it's yeah. hard to see otherwise. Yeah. And I just have to move on from that, you know. So if you weren't even allowed to wear pants, I assume you were not wearing makeup. Oh, no. Nothing. Oh, my, oh my God. Like what was your, like did you ever have the chance oh. to experiment with beauty when you were younger or, or did it all happen once you went um, to South Africa? Not really. Um, I, every once in a while. Do you have like siblings? Yeah, I have an older sister. Okay, so she brother. kind of, she went through everything before you did. She did. Yeah, she did. She, her. So the one thing I learned from my sister was just like the hair thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were not allowed to wear makeup at all. I remember getting my makeup done with my friend for prom that my parents like finally let me go to. Didn't tell me I was with my boyfriend. <laughs> um, but I finally went to it and my friend did my makeup and I came, made the mistake of coming home first before <laughs> I went to go meet him. Uh-oh. My mom sees me with all this like purple, beautiful purple makeup and makes me wipe all of it off. Oh no. All of it off. Like she's like, why would you do that? Like, what does this mean? Oh, no. They just don't understand it. Did you, you know? get a picture before? My friend felt really bad, so she redid it a little bit okay. on the way to prom. <laughs> yeah, she's like, why? They did what? You know, I didn't know you guys beautiful. would have prom in Nigeria. Is oh, this in- was, oh, so I should have explained. I, like, I was born in Nigeria, but I moved to Chicago. Oh. Well, yeah, when I was around 10 years old. Okay. And then from there, I moved to the suburbs for a little bit, like, you know. Suburban life. Okay. For a couple of years and then uh, went to school in Illinois before I moved to LA. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so you had you had an American high school yes, experience. Yes, okay. without a doubt, which which is why like I think if I stayed in Nigeria, I would have been shy, but I would have been way more open and vocal. But being an immigrant and not understanding how kids lived the way they did and how like no one else was like in a shelter. You know, everyone else is like to me just different. Right. Because I was so sheltered. Right. Did so, you feel ostracized for being like first generation? I just, I think I just don't understand at that point. And I'm glad, maybe because of my parents, I just don't understand hatred. Like I didn't understand mm. um, not liking otherness or just weirdness. I just, 
couldn't grasp it. Mm. I did later when I was like in college and I had more like historical studies and theories and all these things that help you frame your mind. But when I was younger, I would have friends say really weird things like, oh, do they have Nikes in Nigeria? Or like, oh, did giraffes change your streetlights? You know, and then I had a friend. Do, yeah. Do giraffes <laughs> change your streetlights? Are you joking? Yes. Yeah, wow. Straight up, I will never forget <laughs> that. And like then, top 10, like most ignorant things. So heard. bad. And I remember one of my closest friends told me, um, she's like, yeah, we're going to move to a different suburb because this suburb, my mom told me this suburb is getting too many black people. She's telling me this. And I'm like, okay. And I still don't at that moment think, like, obviously, I'm like, your mom's weird as, you know, but I'm not. <laughs> You're <laughs> not equipped yet with the right language yeah, to respond. I was like, and- no, I wasn't. And I just said, okay, like. All right, well, I hope you guys have fun wherever you go. You know, I didn't think about it in that way. Like they're moving away because they're racist, not because I don't know what fear fear else they could have. I just didn't go go to that extent. And it's I'm I'm really privileged to be able to have thought that way for so long. But also is a school I went to when I first moved to the States, because I went to a Jewish school oh, cool. in Rogers Park, and everyone was a different race. And there was just no inkling of like hatred or separation mm. everyone it was more it was uh it was a gifted program so it was like oh, cool. more fostered on just like integration and culture yeah and like we're all smart here let's get you know, past the it bullshit wasn't, yeah. It, yeah yeah so i think college was when i my eyes really opened up like oh people are actually on some bs about what it means to be this color versus that color you know so i guess i was just really fortunate with that whole <laughs> thing it's all good. It sounds like, from what you're telling me, your interest in like creating a look and style didn't necessarily come from home. So where did it come from? Were you like just up late at night watching music <laughs> videos and you got into it? Like, how did you get this affinity towards what you do now? I I do think it came a little bit from home, like just having to dress up for church every Sunday. Mm, My mom has like two closets of custom-made garments, like being Nigerian for one, like (laughs) everything we do is custom. Like we don't, you know, it's like- I've been to one Nigerian wedding and I was just literally sitting, (laughs) my mouth was just open the whole time. I was like, what, what, what? Like I didn't know where to look. Like everything was so over the top. The bride will probably have like five dress changes. Oh, she changed a thousand times. (laughs) I was- but it was and amazing. It's great. And then I also, my aunt is, um, I want to say one of my fashion icons, although she probably doesn't know it, because she's like the exact opposite of my dad and my mom. And she's just extravagant, has parties all the time, like has Nice. There's always that closet. one aunt. Yeah, <laughs> like one really aunt. gaudy jewelry, just like rows and rows and rows. And I always, when I, when I was younger and I would go to her house in Chicago, I would just and be in her room just staring like, wow, like. This is really cool. I like this. I know I like this. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with like that, but I like this a <laughs> yes, lot. Okay. And so that that real, her she inspired me in a way, and also just my mom's like my mom's like a pure lady. Like mm. I don't think she's ever even had a foul smell around her <laughs> once in her life. Like, yeah. Pure lady, like really always dressed, like always well dressed. And, you know, would ha- like iron my sheets when I moved to college, okay. you know, like just that kind of person. So seeing her and how she was living, I really admired that. But I think the turning point for me was just being a nerd and like going to the library all the time. And I ran into this, developed, discovered this one book of Alexander McQueen and it was just had these oh, beautiful, wow. beautiful images. And I just didn't understand what these clothes meant, but I understand these emotions emotion, that he was describing yeah. and his love for women and passion for for women and their bodies and embracing mm-hmm. them and mm-hmm. celebrating them. I yep. just thought that was just so beautiful. So yeah. I discovered this book and I was just like tearing up as I was reading mm-hmm. it and not knowing why. And I just was, fell so much in love with Alexander McQueen that I just decided like, okay, I'm going to be a fashion designer. Like I'm going to, I want to design clothes and make women feel like this. I want to make things that make people feel as beautiful and as loved as mm-hmm. he was doing. And Obviously, I'm not a fashion designer. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, but you're still creating images, was, right? And was, emotions. Yeah, I tried that. I really stayed home every like for two summers in a row, just sketching, just like sketching oh, wow. dresses. So I do have like books and books and books of sketches. If you um, come back, you never I'm, know. I'm ready for your line <laughs> if you if you decide to bring. You it never back. know. Um, but at some point, I decided like I don't know if I really want to do this. This is very technical, and I don't I don't know. And also, being Nigerian, then like 
my parents just being like, you should be, you need to be a doctor. Like you, there's mm. no other thing you can do. And so I just felt like, okay, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. Um, but I love traveling the world and I love helping people. So I'll try to be a diplomat. <laughs> and so oh, wow. I went to school for international relations while still loving, loving fashion and trying to do it mm-hmm. in every single way, shape or form that I, I could at school. And that persistently doing that like evolved into me doing photography and styling got and everything it, else it. and yeah. I'm sure that diplomacy has served you well in LA <laughs> where like everything is like <laughs> this like tactical minefield where like God. you have to like be sensitive to all these different parties and yeah. like how things are going to come across right like there's yeah. there is a diplo- like because you can be the most talented person in the world but if yeah. you piss off the wrong people it's like you a wrap no work for the rest it's of your life and yeah. it's not it's not even right yeah you're absolutely right. And I think it's it's even a privilege for me not to have to like think about that. But starting in LA, I had to learn that really quickly. Yeah. Working with people that I would common sense was like, this should be how things work. And it was never how it was working. <laughs> yeah. And I was so confused. For like three years, I was I think I was just like confused. Like, why is this operating like this? But at some point I finally understood, like, okay, it's it can operate like this, but you don't have to be part of it. You have to mm-hmm. rise above it or mm-hmm. be different or show different mm-hmm. example and work a different way. And being in New York also helps me like stay on top of like what's real yeah. <laughs> New Yorkers are not here for the bullshit like no. I feel like New Yorkers are like absolutely not have their bullshit detector on high alert at always. all times I yeah. come to when I, I feel like whenever I come back from New York to LA I'm always like more aggressive more on top of it like yeah. I'm definitely cursing more I know definitely don't have don't have time for anything like know. you know but I like I like want to live in LA because I feel yeah. like it's a much healthier balanced way. way of life LA makes you think about health it makes you think mm-hmm. about wellness it makes it forces you yeah. to think about slowing down it makes you slow down. Yeah, it's New just York a is, much slower pace. No, you could keep walking 24 hours, 24 uh, 7, and you'd be crazy. fine. You'd find something yeah. to eat, you'd find somewhere to yeah. go, you'd find people to party with, like, you find people to work with. Like, it never ends. It never ends. It never ends. No. When you're styling people, is it totally different from when you're getting dressed yourself? Or, or do you kind of style people in your image? I don't style people in my image because everyone has a very precise needs and as much as I would love to put everything I'd put on myself on people, some people just can't wear that either. Yeah. And they're very afraid to wear certain things. I mostly just look after like what would make this person stand out the most. Okay. And what would highlight like a specific feature about them that they're either hiding or that they love so much. And kind of start from there and try to get an understanding of that and then build a wardrobe based on that. And how do you I, build people's wardrobes, or you just do like oh, looks um, for a shoot? No, yeah, just pulling like oh, designers. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, like what designers Got I want to pull. Sorry, um, like for your like rack of stuff. Yeah, for my ra- for okay. the, the wardrobe I build in like yeah. two hours. Some people I think okay, I feel like they would work best with all female designers or all people of color designers because that would be really true to who they are, mm-hmm. and I'll do that. Or they would work best with like all indie designers and a few like sl- like few Ooh, um, okay. designer brands You're like high end ideas designer like- brands. Should I ever be in a position of privilege where I can choose? I'm going to like tell the stylist, like, I want only women designers. I think it's important because it's it's obviously easy to just go Chanel Gucci. Yeah. I mean, not easy. Like, But if you have the pull, you can do that. And it's no problem. And mm-hmm. it would be perpetuating the same shapes, the same yeah. silhouettes, yeah. the same yeah. things that we're seeing. But like, if you are in a place of power to impact someone's life, then why not do so? I really admire what you do. It, it, is, it is very hard because it takes creative energy and mental energy. <sighs> That's a lot of mental energy. <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about LA for a second. Let's do it. <laughs> Everyone's got some sort of filler, extensions, body enhancements. Yeah. Everyone's doing something. Right. There's not a ton of natural beauty. Yeah. So I've been having this like weird thought experiment. And I'd love to know your thoughts. I have a theory that in 10, 15, maybe even sooner, yeah. I think this idea of natural beauty will be totally overrated because I yeah. think people will be able to customize how they look. Yeah depending on what they want and how much access they have to certain procedures. Like, I think the whole concept of natural beauty, like, I don't, people see pictures of what Bella Hadid used to look like. Then they get upset. No, but like, also, but I feel like they don't care. They're like, well, she's pretty now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? obsessed with her, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Do you think the idea of natural beauty will just become a thing of the past? That's rough. I... I do somehow think it will, but not. I think it only will be in the places like LA, and New York, and Chicago. Like I really yeah. think everyone else in yeah. the US is like 
chilling. What are these people doing? Yeah, yeah they're chilling. But places that it's like really high pressure. Mm-hmm. Not even Chicago. But what about like Facetune and like even True. outside of surgery? Yeah. Like, does what you naturally look like even matter anymore when you can just create? Like the Claremont twins are a perfect example. Like I, I look yeah. at their pictures and I'm like, they're this is like so sick. I'm like, this is crazy. They're like, so what am like, I looking at here? It's like an optical illusion. There are two of you, same. and you guys both look like this. Yeah, and, and it's confusing. It's like, confusing. Yeah. Also, because they're black, so it's like, it's just so confusing. You don't want to read too much into it, but you're also like, this is. <laughs> the I look mean, you just gave me. It's really how I feel <laughs> about it. I wish you yeah. could see that. It's just like a. You know, and I, I, know. I, I think they're great, by the yeah. way. Like, I think I they're really they like nice. You. I see they, they're they, really they nice. like all your pictures. Yeah, they're they're cute. I like I had a good time with them one night, and they were, they've been really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure they're lovely women, but they're. But it does freak me out too. Sometimes they've created you know? their image. It's totally manufactured. Yeah, and that's I'm actually struggling with your question because like I want to. Part of me wants to be like moral, like oh, we should be looking how we were born, and yeah. this is how you know this is it, but. Also, like if it doesn't hurt anyone, if it makes you feel better, yeah. If it doesn't like hurt the environment, then right. how? What am I? Who am I to say? If it gives you more pleasure in life, then yeah. Who am I to say that you can't? You, like you shouldn't be doing this, and this is wrong, and you should embrace your natural beauty, right? Like, I just don't understand. I don't think that's. But do do would I be doing that? I probably. I'm scared of surgery to begin with, so I wouldn't even be there. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> girls in their twenties. Get Botox now. Oh, yeah, I for just, sure. I mean, I want to go back to my statement earlier where I was like, oh, it's only LA, Chicago, and New York. But actually, it's not because I remember when I was in high school in Illinois, in the middle of nowhere, like girls who had money were getting nose jobs as a graduation gift from their parents. So, is that like who's judging that? Like, why, you know, like to me, that's the same as like Claremont twins, like do whatever procedure to them, their bodies because it, it, just makes everything better for them. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just realized that we're like entering this vortex where what you, your natural features just won't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it will matter. I think yeah. that people are just going to create themselves in the image that they want to be. That's so crazy just to like think crazy. about that. But then what becomes the image you want to be then? It reminds me of this Twilight Zone episode where the girl I love Twilight Zone. So good. So and underrated. the narrator the entire time is just discussing how ugly she is and how ugly oh, she feels. I know this episode. This is I'll link to it in the show notes. So please, because it's, it's on so YouTube. Good. And, like, people sleep on. Oh, it's on so show. good. Yeah. And then when they, um, she's like, "I'm finally getting the surgery." It's like beautiful. Of course, you know the story. Yeah. I'm gonna like talk about it a little more so they can check it out. But after she's like is revealed and it's like she's this beautiful woman and she's upset because she just wants to look at these ugly people around her yeah. who are hideous and scary looking and she just wants to look like them because that's the norm and that's the norm. like that's how that's the most popular look. Yeah. So I'm I'm down to see how humans can you know augment themselves. I'm really into technology. Yeah. I'm into yeah. just anything forward moving. But I do also worry like what is going to be the look though? What is going to be the ultimate it's Kim Kardashian right now, but might it be like, I don't know, Miss Piggy tomorrow? Like I don't, I don't know because it's like, what's yeah, what's the barrier then? What's like, okay, we gotta stop now. Maybe is it when we start amplifying our big toes or our fingers? And I know it's been funny, but like I no, really no. mean it because I think I, like even the fact that we're obsessed with asses is weird to me because it's actually really gross. <laughs> You know? <laughs> well, it's just confusing to me because I'm like, it looks like you're wearing like a diaper that's been soiled. Like, it's not attractive. It's weird. But, but I, then I also like that. don't want to shame it. But I do think that there does need to be some like level setting around yeah. like... What is what is this look you're going yeah, for? Yeah. Well, this is like a perfect segue into like the beauty <laughs> trends that you're just totally over. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have beauty trends that you just really don't like at all? What were the ones I told you earlier? The there's there's a couple. I think I I don't really like crazy eyelashes. I think that it's a Fake scam. eyelashes. Yeah. I think that um yeah the eyelash extensions. I think it's one of the biggest scams. It's, <laughs> it's also really really bad for your really? eyelashes. Yeah, because it your own eyelashes fall out with it. I've yeah. done it a few times, and like you wake up in the morning and you're like, my eyes look so like it's it's. I understand the impulse to do it, but I've just I get it. I've just totally been like Brooke. No, don't do it because it's. It damages your own eyelashes. It's much really? better. Just to grow it out. Yeah. And I get really scared. I have seen girls with ones that are like crisscrossing and those oh, actually yeah. terrify me. 
I'm I'm really weirded out by like little things like yeah. that and like polka dots. Like I don't those are two so really things you, I'm like, like hate polka dots. Yeah, it makes me squirm. <laughs> like, like small I, polka dots or big polka small dots? Small polka dots. Okay. Big ones are okay. Oh, I have this thing. My mom has it too, and my brother has it. It's like when things are grouped closely together in a pattern, it like makes us feel like physically <laughs> ill and we freak out. It's called like trick trick trichophobia oh, or something. Actually thing. It's actually a real thing. Whoa. It's like certain textures. We call we call it texture alert in my family. So we'll be like, don't look at that tree. It's texture alert. But like my mom, my brother and I, we all have it. And my dad will like look at it and he'll be like, it's fine. And we're like, no, we are crying over here. Yeah, you're like, this is terrible. And you're just like, yeah, my thing with polka dots is with ladybugs. I had a really weird incident with ladybugs and them like cutting into my skin and my skin was bleeding. So it was just like blood and all these like ladybugs with dots and it just freaked me out so much oh my god that, that sounds terrifying yeah my, my, my cousin used to collect them in jars for some reason and one terrifying. of the jars broke on my hand and it was just like blood and like ladybugs and since then I've just not been into polka dots yeah okay so, that sounds traumatic <laughs> sorry okay. but the lashes I just I get it because I've almost done it I was in Thailand I was in Bangkok once and oh yeah offering, Bangkok's the place to do it for like five dollars exactly yeah. they're offering lashes for five I was like yeah good I'm yeah. gonna do it yeah but then like what is it gonna do for me though yeah. like what is it is it gonna just make my eyes more like and alluring? also like you can't get it wet it's like you have to sleep yeah. it's just like I just wanna be able to rub my eyes yeah. and I'm the most I'm kind of like the easiest person when it comes to like just beauty and wellness in general. Easy to my chagrin, to be honest, because I don't even like, I don't even wash my face at night sometimes. Oh my God, that's really bad. I know. I can't, I can't I know, that. Brooke. I know. I and I, but I think that. it's like, it's, I think I need to start doing it. <laughs> I just put oil on my face. <laughs> oh, you do oil cleansing? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You're forgiven. That's not a sin. That's Thank not you. a sin. I appreciate it. Okay. Other beauty things that you're just totally over. Okay, what else did I? Like, I don't want to insult anyone because I'm sure. No, it's not insulting. I'm sure my friends are like, but I have. I just don't do it. It Wait, can also be like one of the things that I'm just totally over. I stopped doing gel manicures because I realized I was becoming a gel manicure addict. Really? Yeah. I mean, my can't... nails aren't done right now but like yeah. right now I'll do like a buff and shine like yeah. I'll just do like a top coat interesting because manicures are expensive they're very expensive and once they're chipped they look bad yeah and I was just looking at my like monthly beauty budget I do a budget each month and I was like I'm spending so much money getting my nails done Damn. so I stopped first I stopped with like the nail art and like the super yeah, expensive nail stuff $100 for a nail set why yeah yeah and then I was like but gel is like 60 65 and it's not like some people do gel and it lasts three weeks. Like I'm yeah. not that girl. Really? No. That's what I was gonna ask you because no. usually when I do gel, it'll last me like a month. So yeah, I'm, just... I'm not. If I was that girl, then maybe I could justify it. But oh. I was just do, I was just doing gel back to back, and my nails were getting thin, so I was just like, I'm over gel. I get that. I tr- I'm like that with acrylics because I try that, but I had too many incidents of it like breaking half, like my finger because I move around while I'm yeah. traveling, so like I'm lugging suitcases yeah. and oh, there goes half my finger. Uh, or half yeah. my fingernail and yeah. now I'm like bleeding profusely or I have to go f- get it fixed right away mm-hmm. or yeah. it gets worse. Yeah, and it just interrupts your whole day. whole day, day yeah. over a half a nail. Yeah. And I don't like that. And I just, and also the like the contact thing, that, that I can get over. But I think it's just like it breaking that yeah. I wasn't with. And as you can see, like if I ever get my nails done, it'll yeah. always are look bad. Are those your nails? These are my real nails. I just get what? like, um. They look so nice. <laughs> they look no, so it's, it's unreal. it's actually terrible because if I get my nails done I just let it be for as long as possible so good and bad like it doesn't look that good like don't look too closely no they look really good but they, my nails stay healthy because I'm not doing the most to it. I'll leave yeah. this for like a month thank you, you know? that's, I think that's the key I think people yeah. do too much and like the polish remover and all of that stuff is very toxic and I think yeah. that the healthiest nails are nails that are left alone so I'm just trying to like leave my nails alone I agree. for a bit. Just like buff and shine. And yeah. Go with it. Yeah. I, I feel that. And I feel like men appreciate that. appreciate it a lot more, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I used to get I, I played violin for over 10 years. Oh gosh, and you're a renaissance woman. <laughs> and my teacher used to yell at me whenever I'd have nails like long or even like gotten looking away. good. Like it's like, what's the point? No one cares about this. You know, and so I always think about that mentality too. Whenever I get my nails done, I'm like, okay, I just spent fifty dollars on this or a hundred or whatever, but like, no one really cares. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, like I might be enjoying them while I'm typing, but that's it. Yeah. So no, I get that. I I'm really anti just any like beauty treatments that are not really necessary. Mm. 
or excessive. I know that sometimes you seem like a girl's day and that's cool and like I'd like that, but people get their nails done every two weeks. I just, like, oh. Oh, I was going like, every week, every, every two week? weeks. Yeah, every oh week. God. But you were getting gels at least. That's like supposed to be healthier for you. No, nails. it's definitely not. Really? I mean, like that UV light, like that bright purple light. Like On there's, just, there's just yeah. no way that that's healthy. Like I'm <laughs> no. just not buying it. No, I'm me not either. buying it. They just like say it's healthier. Yeah, I'm not buying that. No, I'm not either. Um, but I'm usually open with most things. I'm just not into like very extreme treatments. Like why are we doing the vampire facial? Oh, or like why are we bleaching our, yeah, like our sideburns? Like, Although I feel like, who was it? Hannah Bronfman, do you know her? Yeah. She yeah. was on the podcast and she made a very good case for like the blood facial. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I just need to try it. Yeah. I haven't tried the vampire facial, so I feel like I can't knock it. Yeah. So I feel like you have a super, super busy life. And I'm wondering like how you stay calm through everything. Oof. Uh, good question. Am I calm right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, do you, like, like no. I feel like you have to find some balance in I all the craziness. To. I yeah. have to. I think that um, some days when I know that it's getting a little too nuts, how I can usually tell is, like, my brain is the same way because it starts talking to itself. Oh, what? Does that make sense? No. No? <laughs> Not okay. really. Explain more. Um, like, if I'm really, really busy, nothing starts to makes sense personally. And so I always have this like inner dialogue that I feel like I'm not in control of. So that what does your inner dialogue tell you? It's basically just starts to like get very like monotone and things. I literally start repeating things in my brain. I wouldn't say out loud, but like I'll start repeating scenarios and conversations or pieces of conversations in my brain. And that's when I know, okay, okay, something's not oh, right. Wow. That sounds like <laughs> like sleep deprivation maybe. No, it is. That is what it is, essentially. Because I don't really sleep. And so if I don't if I do like two, three hours a night for a week, at some point my like my brain will literally be like just repeating itself. And that's when I know, okay, no. You need fresh perspective, you need fresh thought and you need to go to sleep. Sweet. <laughs> You'll sleep two to three hours a night. How often? It just depends on, like, the week, like, how crazy it is and how many projects I have. It's not all the time. Like, last week was a little rough. But usually, like, four to six, you know? Four to six hours like really of sleep good. a night? Yeah. Like, four to six oh is, like— Oh, my God. How do you operate? I, like, freak out when I get less than eight really? hours of sleep. I don't know when I've slept eight hours. It's really bad. Like, no one should wow. do this. Wow. So when you do, it feels like going to a spa. Yeah. When I— so. Yeah, when I sleep for like a full eight hours, it's like you're like, like I'm oh a my new God, woman. So much energy. This yeah. So do you crazy. sleep on the weekends? Um, I try to sleep on Sunday. Oh my gosh, yeah. Grace! I want you to sleep more. <laughs> this is so sad. No, it's it's. You I'm work too hard. I'm you work too say, hard to not I'm sleep. Like, I'm getting a lot better. Um, basically, I had a car accident last year, and that was because I wasn't sleeping. Um, I just wasn't sleeping that week, and I was very like just out of it, and it was just like going through loops. And is, is this, I saw that you posted something that was like, I almost lost my life. Yeah. Because I ran, I fell asleep and I drove my car into a pole and I woke God. up with the pole, like almost like cutting me in half. And oh I was God. like, I finally was able to like wake up and be out of it. So since then I have been sleeping Since so you have to go to the more. hospital and everything? Uh, yeah, I went to the hospital, but I, I just had a couple of contusions. Fortunately, it was like kind of a, like a miracle yeah. situation where my car was completely destroyed. It looked like a dinosaur oh stepped on it because it was like cut in half. Oh my gosh, this is like Kanye West story. <laughs> but like you have a better ending. You have Thank a better you. ending. <laughs> so, wow. Not Republican still. Yeah. Um, but like you, you know, could have died. Yeah, easily, easily. And so that made me just rethink like what mm. my value system was, like why I wasn't sleeping as yeah. much as I needed to, like why I was doing so much. And why it was, you know, certain people in my life that weren't really fostering a healthy lifestyle for me, like mm -hmm. why they were still there so Around, presently, yeah. you know. And it made me rethink all of that. And no, I've been sleeping a lot more. Don't get, don't get panicked. Okay, but good. some weeks are just really crazy. Because you're busy, yeah. You know, and, and you then, do so much, but I yeah. recognize when I start going through, it's like, it's kind of like a loop thing my mind does. I recognize when I'm doing that, that's not good. Like, that's not me usually. Mm -hmm. Usually I'm like really quick, really fast, like. Like can do 15 details in once, you know, but when it starts going in a loop, that means like it's not functioning properly. And that's when I'm like, okay, I either need to go to sleep. I need to go like take a day off. I don't really do that. But like at least take like half a day or just like something, take some yeah. time to myself and just like read a book, 
something yeah. else get something stimulating do you meditate um, i feel like everyone in la meditates everyone in la meditates i guess i technically do but i prefer praying and meditation okay. i and mean like, they're like directional meditation mm-hmm. than just like i don't really like just sitting in a space humming for like an hour <laughs> i respect and pay it. to do it like when people like pay for like these group oh meditation classes i'm like let really? me tell you about that i feel like we've all my lost my this friends point. have been trying to get me into kundalini for so young like for your so la long. your like, la spiritual friends yeah, yeah and i course. just like I, i've tried a couple kundalini classes i love it but i cannot do this for three hours i can't be like i can't kundalini is just breathing right focusing it's on very the breath heavy breathing a lot of like like, you kind of are in, like, a very rapturous movement situation. Real hippie shit. Yeah. Very hippie. Like, ooh, And then there's yeah. this, like, little, like, white lady in the front who's like, now you're all cleansed. Like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> Isn't it so interesting how in places like Los Angeles and New York you can be super spiritual, but God forbid you're, like, super Christian? Mm-mm. Like no, it's they like, are very anti-Christian, but they but are But it's the same spiritual. thing. It's, it's the same exact principles. It like, is. If, you, if, if I had a dinner party and I was like, okay, guys, I want everyone to pray before yeah. we eat people would be like oh that's so weird I was so uncomfortable yeah. when she made us pray but if I was like guys before we eat let's just take a moment and like thank the leaves and the ground for making this Absolutely. food and like breathe in and breathe out everyone Absolutely. would be like I loved the meditation before dinner that was amazing people would be like that was amazing but if I like <laughs> say the Lord's Prayer people will be like oh my gosh I'm so uncomfortable I'm leaving why <laughs> is that Mind you, my mom gave everyone at my 16th birthday party Bibles as a party oh. gift. Um, <laughs> That's adorable. I get it. I think there's so much stigma against religion and the history of religion mm. and Catholicism and Christianity. I and it, it is like I get it. I get it. But I think that at the end of the day, there are guiding principles to human life, whether yeah. you want to be- believe it or not. There is a reason why we're here, and you can study Buddhism to understand that. You can study Christianity. You can study whatever you want to understand that, but at the end of the day, there is something concrete to why we're here. Yep. And I can't deny that, no matter how much I would want to or how much I would dabble in anything else, like yeah. out of interest. Um, but you, I think that it's just because of the history and also the hatred that all religions have given. And it's not the religion itself, it's the people, specific people who are so feel so strongly and adamant about this religion that they decide to be the face of the religion and showcase such hatred against other people. Totally. And that's where we get the, like, stigma of, like, I don't want to be associated with that, you know? Like, I don't yeah. know if that's, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, at the end of the day, it's all the same It's thing. all the same stuff. It's all the same. At the end of the day. Yeah. What are the beauty trends that you really like or beauty products that you really like at the moment? Because I feel like you're probably exposed to a lot. True. Being on yeah, sets all the time. Definitely. And then um, one of my friends is also a beauty editor of Very, Very Good Lights, a male skincare website. But because okay. of him, I've learned so much because I okay. shoot a lot of the content. So we basically go into like male, like male's closets, male, sounds so weird. <laughs> men's, men's closets, closets yeah. Men's beauty closets and examine what they're using. And um, that has gotten me men to open. just, yeah, a lot of them are lost. Do you ever watch the show Queer Eye <laughs> on Netflix? <laughs> No, I used to, I oh, watched the old one. Oh, the I new one you new have one. to watch. It's on really? Netflix. It's so interesting how yeah. so many straight men associate basic self-care with being gay. It's and it's like so wash your face. Take care all. of yourself. That's, put on sunscreen. That's all we're asking you to do. No one's and that has nothing to do with who you are attracted to. I mean, to. he is a gay like man, but and a lot of content is featuring gay men, but at the end of the day we do feature like a lot of straight men. And it just it it should self care shouldn't be gendered. It should no, have nothing to do with sexual orientation. No, it's just like all. a basic maintenance. It thing. is yeah. right, and but because of this, but because of his platform, I've learned about like hyaluronic acid. Oh like, yeah, hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic. I can't yeah. say it. Hyaluronic. Yeah. <laughs> hyaluronic. Okay. Yeah. I always want to say hydroconic. I don't know why. Or hydroconic. <laughs> making like a, you're making it like a marijuana. Strain. I am. They should be. <laughs> why isn't? That would be great you can for your skin. Make that strain. Ooh, make a hyaluronic like strain. Waking you up yeah. and like make you dewy. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm I'm really into that. And also like vitamin C serums and Ooh, like yeah. I'm really into just like oils and serums right now, most yeah. importantly. Because I'm trying to navigate like what my skin could look like versus mm-hmm. what my young like adult skin is versus like what all yeah. of that. I'm trying to navigate that because I know I have to start caring about it. I, oh, I know. I really didn't care. I, I didn't have a skincare routine. I'd wear my makeup to sleep like for so long. Yeah. And I don't have like makeup artists. So I'm like, you're really lucky that your face doesn't look like <laughs> The thing is, okay, I'm 20. Gravel by now. I'm 29. And I feel like a lot of the skin things that are associated with aging, I've just always had. So one of them is yeah. like dark circles I have on concealer now. But 
I've had dark circles like since I was six years. Like I've just really? always had dark circles. Yeah, it's not. That's kind of cool though. I think they're cool. <laughs> People say that to me. They're like, it's cool. It like yeah. works. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. You're like, oh, what is this? But-, but there are things that also like, I don't know if they're all related to aging. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. What, like, hmm, like, you mean, like, sunspot or thing, like things on your just face? Just, like, certain things that people get obsessed with and try to overcorrect, and it's, like, not because, like, you're getting old. It's just, like, th- this would be this happening to your face. Totally. Yeah. Like, I, if anything, I would want, like, soft, like softer skin and smaller pores. But mm. is that because I really need that or want that or think I don't have that? It's because that's marketed to me and what I'm made to believe that would make me better. Yeah. You know, like, why do I need smaller pores? <laughs> like, what yes. is the point of that? Smaller having- <laughs> pores is definitely... Definitely. Because the thing is, like, pores don't change in size, really. No, we've been you can open that. and, yeah. like, close them. Um, and you want to make sure your pores are, like, unclogged. But yeah. the size of your pores is a pretty – because you can use, like, a primer and your yeah. pores will appear smaller. Yeah. But your pores are your pores. Don't get smaller. Yeah. And I think that I've gotten so much, like, so much miseducation on how, like – Help like beauty. No, oh, the beauty world is just filled so, with miseducation and confusion. So, like, yeah, why the gamut is wide of misinformation. So I try not to pay too much attention to any one particular source. But yeah, I've definitely heard the thing over and over again. Use this to make your pore, your pores smaller. Use that to make this smaller. That is what. Yeah, like it's just like we're we're obsessed with making things more like neat, more fine, more yeah, more small. And I don't know if I want to fall completely into that or if I want to figure out what I really need. Yeah. For my skin to like be healthy, be healthy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know that's obviously going to be more important. But then, like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch Solon logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. For me, I just try to use natural ingredients yeah. at every single step of my skincare mm. and just try to like minimize the like toxic commercial that's crap. Way, that's a good way to start. Yeah, for sure. That's probably the best way to start. But I'm also interested like your parents being from Nigeria, like is there anything that they've carried over to you in terms of like skincare? That. So that's another thing too. I think I was also spoiled with like really, really great soaps. Like my mom mm. makes her own soap. Oh, she does. Yeah, okay, I've been wanting to make my own soaps, but have I haven't. To. I haven't gotten into it yet. It, obviously, like black soap is a huge staple yes, with us. African like, and black that soap. Heals. Is it? I have a question. Is yeah. it like offensive? I just know from like when I see it sold on the street, like African I don't know why black it's soap. African black soap. Because I feel like Africa is like this huge continent, and yeah. it like, makes me feel uneasy when they're like African. Also, where are you getting the soap? black soap from? They is look from different yeah, in different parts of the. I know. What is it? Black soap can be red. It's yeah. all, um, I remember when I was in Nigeria, my mom had me get her these like red, I don't know what they're called, but like really red, like leaf, like thin leaf things. And she mixes that with the black soap because you can melt it down to be a liquid. Okay. So she melts it down, mix the, these like red flakes with it and makes like a bunch of Ooh, other things. Your mom so, was like my kind oh, of she's great. beauty DIY she's great. queen. She this soap and literally, because my, my bro- little brother has eczema. You oh, know, wow. so she would make the soap and he would be perfectly fine for like right. weeks. Like better than any store-bought than prescription. Anything. Yeah. And I don't even know what this thing is. Ooh, okay. You'll have to text your mom after this. <laughs> I will. I Tell will. me what it is and I'll add it to the Like, show what do you notes. put in your soap? I need to know. She puts honey in it too. Ooh, nice. So it's like honey, this like red vine thing, the black soap, lemon, just a couple of things I just like 
like your skin is like baby soft. Nice. You know? And so maybe that's why I never really care about this. Yeah, it sounds like you've got like the plug. <laughs> I just knew that like you just have to have really good soap and yeah. you have to have really good oil. And that's mm-hmm. always been like kind of the basis of what I do with my skin. Okay. If I know, and vitamins obviously help, like zinc and everything. But yeah, let's you know. talk about zinc for a bit because I feel like I learned about zinc late, and it, yeah, apparently it impacts the, your facial glow situation. Very. I see it if I don't take vitamins versus when I do take vitamins, like my skin's very different. Really. And I think it also affects people who like don't have the healthiest diets. You know, um, like if you have a very healthy diet and you're vegetarian and yeah, you're getting all you the drink, right nutrients from you drink food. fifteen gallons of water yeah. a day, like you're fine. But yeah. for people who are on the move who don't do that, like yeah. you do have to supplement with vitamins yeah. I think zinc is you know super helpful like B vitamins biotin I'm not sh- I know that does a lot for your hair I'm not really sure as much for your skin but yeah apparently it's all the same I'm on the know. fence I'm on the fence about biotin yeah and also know. just like vitamins I think that if it's a food-based vitamin I believe in yeah. it so like I take spirulina and flaxseed true um, yeah but then yeah you're like, I'm not sure about the rest. I'm you not just, sure about the rest. You do have to, I have to take magnesium because if I don't, my shoulders start hurting. Oh. Magnesium's also very relaxing. <laughs> it's very I do magnesium yeah. salt baths. Have you ever uh, done that? No. That oh, sounds that's amazing. Lovely. That's amazing. Like in uh, like a bath of magnesium? Yeah. They they also they'll sell like a magnesium Epsom salt. Okay. But it just relaxes all of your muscles. Sounds, it feels yeah. amazing. Yeah. Magnesium is really great if you have any shoulder pain. Yeah. Oh, um, do you do you have shoulder issues? Yeah, I think it's like it still stems from the accident, um, mm. and I started seeing a chiropractor. So she, they've been like cracking my like neck back in place. Um, so sometimes it's the whole thing kind of scared me about like our healthcare. I mean, everything scares me about this country. Yeah, I know but that things my aren't, that process aren't going in a great direction. Really scared me because I went to the doctor. I mentioned all these different pains I was having because I was having I was in serious pain for like three months. Oh, and they tried to give you opioids instantly. Wow. Instantly. Never. Not even like I told him I was wrong. He made a bunch of checklists. Mm-hmm. I had pills delivered to my house. I wasn't at my house wow, yet. To that's my house so in 30 minutes. By the time I got to my house, they had already dropped off. That's so two bottles scary. Of like, and it's like heroin strength, yeah, right? Yeah, two it's bottles like, of like, I don't know what. He was just like, you need this, you need this, you need this. And it was 60 pills in each bottle. Wow. And it's like, is it like Percocet, Vicodin? Yeah, I remember when I got my is. wisdom Straight tubes up. taken out. Yeah. I took one of those pills once yeah. and I felt so loopy. And I was like, people take these for fun. For I'm so fun. confused. I don't. I took one just because I was like, okay, if it's actually going to heal me, I'll yeah, take it. Yeah. But I took one and then it, it relieves the pain, but you, it comes right back right of after. Course. So you have to keep taking, taking it. it again. And then my roommate was being silly, so he took one just to try. And he was <laughs> Don't like, do this. He was, he, he was like, I can't feel my tongue. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Listeners. <laughs> Don't do, do not, it. Do not Don't do Don't take any pills. Or but yeah, you. you wonder why people get hooked on these opioids and because it's like it's they easy. get them prescribed to them. Imagine if I didn't, if I was so busy or to just didn't have any knowledge about like other alternatives. Yeah. I was so wrapped up in healing myself. Yeah. I would take those pills. Of course. Instantly. Of course. But I've always been about alternative medicine. I've always tried to figure out, I do cupping, I do like acupuncture. I do okay, I love acupuncture. Else. I've never done cupping. I like cupping. It, what can you explain it to me? Like so, what the full process is? <laughs> they basically, I've done had it done twice, but it involves a massage. But like, basically, they take these cups. Yeah. Not regular cups, like suction cups. Yeah. And they heat them up. They massage you, or they do after they heat the suction cups up, and then just place it on your back in, in specific zones. Yeah, and it's supposed to like oh, your pull whole out body. Toxins. Yeah, it could be your whole body too. And um, usually, I get like six or seven cups on me on my back, like on my neck. Feels very uncomfortable at first. Oh, really? But I have found that it has been like the longest pain reliever for me. Really? Yeah, acupuncture is like steady. To me, it's like acupuncture is steady, cupping is longer, chiropractic is instantly um, if it's just the bones. Yeah, if it's anything okay. else. If it's muscle tension, yeah, then, you then I need, like, need to also get a massage yeah. right after. But for cupping, it's just like, it's just, I don't know, maybe because it's so painful. <laughs> I know there is some sort of like pain psychology. It's thing so painful, like, and then you get you know your back is like scarred for a week. But yeah, you have like these dark rings, right? I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I feel like in LA, especially like you wear a backless tank top, and you're like, I'm cool. I've definitely seen people with their cupping scars. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a thing. I went, I went cupping. Yeah, you know, <laughs> only in Los Angeles. Only in LA. <laughs> I feel like you're a great poster child for the big hair trend because I love that trend. Like, yeah. I feel like with my like very corporate job, like my hair can only be so big. But yeah. in my like the version of me in my it's, head, it's like I would have your hair. Like, Do you I would cut have your hair often because of that. 
I feel like for my own natural hair, the absolute most I can contain, like, keep up with is like this length, okay. like a tapered. Yeah, like it looks longer great. on top. Yeah, shorter in the back. Yeah, um, this is really my max. Okay, I've toyed with growing out my hair. Every wash day, I'm like, what is all what of is this? this? Okay, the secret is like I'm very, very lazy about my hair, like okay. super, super lazy. But if I find something that works, I just ride that wave. Okay. If it's just like putting oil in my hair every day yeah. and it just looks fine, yeah. then you'll do, do that. that. You'll do that. If it's like putting water on it and yeah. dry in a specific way and it stays like that, I'm with it. Yeah. And then I found this really great um, hairstylist who's um, okay. just super phenomenal. And um, That's key. When you find the right oh, stylist, that it's a game changer. Life. That changes your life. Um, so in LA, I'll go to her to dye my hair. Are you then- willing to divulge her name? This is a big thing on YouTube. <laughs> her people- Ashley. Ashley, are you willing to divulge <laughs> contact details, which I yes. can link to? No, because people are protective about their hairstyles and I don't even... No, like, she's honestly them. too busy for me, but like, okay. <laughs> but, um, is she on Instagram? Yeah, she is. Okay. Actually, no, Ashley, uh, guys, I'm going to link to Ashley's Instagram. If you can get an appointment with her, best. Godspeed. She's also, she's a makeup and hairstylist. Ooh. Um, she's my friends. Like she does all my friends makeup, uh, for her shoots. And one day she was like, Oh, I have a collaboration with sugar bear. If you like, let me dye your hair. I'll give you um, a bottle of sugar bear for free. Like, wait, what's sugar bear? I don't know. Sugar bear vitamins is crack. What is it? That's like the hair crack. Is this like what the? Is this like the flat tummy tea model girls shell with sugar bear stuff? Yeah, it works. Same girls, but it actually works, and it tastes like candy. Interesting. It's, It's so good. Yeah, sugar bear. Okay, I mean, it sounds like maybe something I'm. I'm my skepticism is on is on, on high. On, I, no, I I was too. But when I so what I do is like I'll do like my hair out for half the year and I'll do braids for half the year. And I do braids. I just like take gummies them. like crazy. Like I eat like food. Like yeah, I love I love crochet. Actually, it's so funny. I I did a lace front wig for the very first time in my life, and my God, it is. I I remember that. But I didn't realize that it was like this extreme glue situation. Oh. I mean, I didn't use glue. It was like a gel and then like the spray yeah. from got to be. I just watched every single Wait, YouTube how, you tutorial. Did it yourself? I did it myself, yeah. And then I like laid the baby hairs down over the lace. But it was like, I was like, all these girls are just like wearing wigs to like fourth period class. Like girl, like young girls just absolutely. like, because the YouTubers I was watching, they were like 17, yeah, like 16 absolutely. at home being like, so this is how I lay my wigs. And I'm like, how, like, Where are you wearing this too? But regular girls now are just like hair, technical hairstylists. Like I, and makeup artists found it so difficult to lay a single lace front wig and women and just do this in the morning before work. I don't understand how it works still. I, I know that it makes me very naive, but I just, I don't know how they lay everything down that it just looks so like tight and good and like natural. You just have to like get all of your hair out of the way. And then like you put this glue stuff down and then but you like cut the lace. Does disappear? I feel like I've got a lot of forehead to, to, to. <laughs> But everyone I've seen, though, I feel like they look so good. But I'm always like, but where's your forehead and all of this? I know. The wigs now <laughs> that you see, you're just like, I just, I always stare at Beyonce's hairline. And I'm like, how? Where? It's still there. Where does it start? Like, because we know it's not her hair. She's not, it's not like a secret that it's not her hair. But yeah. her wigs are just so flawless. So, I'm still looking for Ashley's. They're so good. I feel like her natural hair is really great too, but I don't know. I mean, know. have I seen it? Like, I don't even, I don't know. It's all this beautiful you illusion. You, I don't think we've ever seen her natural have hair. Have we? I don't know. I'm pretty deep into the hive and I feel like it's still a very open question. Okay. There was one time when she was on the Today Show. What with the like her little curly, like when it's like just. That's wigs now. Wigs, oh you can God, lay down right. baby hairs. You're right. You can like create sideburns. Wow, she really fooled me. I mean, she's. The best, best hairstylists in the world, yeah. the best money, I mean, the best wigs money can buy, she has access to, right? So, like, we would be naive to think that we're ever seeing her hair. I am naive like that because when I see her with, like, the little, like, curly baby hair, I'm just Oh, like, yeah. I mean, when she does cornrows, that's a wig. Like, those cornrows, like, that's a wig, and it's like, how? What is her real hair, then? She probably know. has, like, hair down to her, like, knee. But-, but this is also goes back to my whole thing about, like, does it even matter, right? Like, does natural, right? like, what does her hair look like doesn't matter? I think as point? long as, like, when you go home and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're you like okay. what you see. Like, yeah. if you look at yourself in the mirror and, like, you're, no offense to Naomi Campbell, but, like, your hairline <laughs> is, like, gone, 
I know. Then it might Poor be like, Naomi. damn, I might need to stop wearing this. I know. But I think she's been modeling since she was, what, 15? So yeah. she just doesn't have edges. And it might be too late. It's definitely too late. Yeah. It's definitely too late. My last <laughs> and final question. I ask yes. everyone who comes on Naked Beauty this question. Hit me. When do you feel most beautiful? When do I feel most beautiful? I feel most beautiful literally when I'm like in a white t-shirt with like nothing on underneath, like no makeup, hair back, and just like Bra, clean. no bra. No bra. <laughs> I don't actually no really, I don't wear bras. I mean, I just don't have boobs, but. <laughs> yeah, bras are very cumbersome. I wear bras only when I, like, it's a statement. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I need to it's make a statement. The yeah. it's, it's the look. Um, but I just feel like when I'm just super natural and I yeah. smell good. I love, like, perfume mm. and good smells and good scents. Like, if I could just take a really long shower and, like, put, like, 15 different oils on, I'm, like, living. Yeah. Living, like. And I feel very beautiful that way, you know. But I also feel super beautiful when I'm, like, dressed up and, like, I see a photo and I'm, like, oh, damn, I actually looked okay that night. Yeah. But in the moment, I'm probably very uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, I'm all, it's just because I'm not, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, you just want to be free. I just want to be free, like, in a robe. I love robes. I love, like, luxurious robes. So this girl in London makes these, like, golden robes. Okay. Like, like DJ Khaled has them. Okay. Like Jay Z has them. Are these Alicia affordable Keys. at all? Yeah, they're like less than five hundred. Okay, okay a nice should, Christmas present. Yeah, a nice holiday present. Yeah, maybe not less than five hundred. Like oh, okay. It's between like three to like six hundred or seven hundred. Okay, okay. um, but these robes, like I could wear. Her name's Ani, and it's it's just A N Z. And these robes I could wear like every day. Really? So good. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of robes. Okay. <laughs> I love a good robe. I love we're, we're definitely linking to all of this. Where everyone yeah, can get their robe for life sure. on. Being comfortable at home is so overlooked. <sighs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Like, like I mean, give me more like home comfy stuff. I know. Oh, Brooke, I know you know this already, yeah. but like heated blankets. Oh, yes. Well, you know I got my weighted blanket. I just discovered with. that. Oh. Which is it's a game changer. to me. Baffling. My yeah. friend, I was at my friend's in her in her uh, room, and she has heated blankets. And oh I haven't. It's have been, you tried a weighted blanket? What is a weighted blanket? Okay, it's a weighted and heated, or we, is it just we, weighted? We need what? to just wrap this up immediately <laughs> so I can show you my weighted blanket. I'm so excited. I want to see right. this. Thank you so much for being Thank on Naked you. Beauty. Cheers. Cheers to you. Thank you for having me. Of I course, appreciate of it. Of course. Happy Thank belated you. birthday again. I appreciate it. Thank you guys it. all so much for listening. Wow. Thank you, Brooke, for having and me. And I'll link to where everyone can find Grace and all of her fabulous work in the oh, show notes. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.